0: Morning, my friends, podcast starts, dogs start barking, go close the door. And I went, oh, whoa, 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 we are live. Did you hear the noise? Did you hear the noise? <coughs> yes. Okay. So I am here now, my friends, with you. My name is Maria Mariano, 41 years in multi-level marketing. And today is going to be an amazing podcast. Maria, why do you say that? Well, because it really is. It's going to talk about today, the close of chapter three, your most valuable asset. What is your most valuable asset? Those on Zoom with me, go write in the chat. Okay. Those on Facebook, I, I won't be able to read you, but go write it. What do you think your most valuable asset is? Okay. While you think of that, and I want to see a couple of answers. Okay. I see a couple of answers. I'm going to tell you something. After 41 years in multi-level marketing, uh, this this episode today truly reminded me of the importance of capitalizing on my most valuable asset: big heart, sense of humor. Kendra said, "Sense of humor." Okay. Anybody else writing? Monique, write something, so I can read something. Lise, write something. You know, pretend you're you're listening. Pretend. <laughs> Always ready to help someone. Okay, I like that. I like that. Okay. You're gonna be you're gonna love the answer, okay? So today we're gonna do this close of chapter three. We have been talking about confidence and the strength it is within you. Today is the grand finale. Your most valuable asset is ta-da, ta-da, you. You are your most valuable asset. So let's think about it for a moment, okay? What do you mean our most valuable asset is me? Isn't it my stocks? No. Isn't it my bonds? No. Isn't it my real estate? No. Is it? No, no, no. It's just me. Your capacity, listen to this, to translate your knowledge, your skills, your passion, and the natural God-given talents into a source of income. That's it. That's what it is. That's what it is and I'm gonna tell you something my friends as I was writing this today I remembered about a uh, a um, speaker that came to one of our Tupperware conferences and the speaker had climbed Mount Everest and his whole ninety minute inspirational talk was on Mount Everest now of course we could have superimposed everything he was saying into our own businesses right but I didn't have to suffer minus 70 degrees. I didn't have to suffer losing three of my fingers, all his toes. Uh, I didn't have to eat somebody because there was no more food. Like it, it was so out, out of this world. We're all kind of sitting there. My dad was alive. My mom, this was a conference with my mom and dad. And we were looking at each other and we we're trying to figure out, well, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, we're selling Tupper. We're here. <laughs> like we didn't really find it relevant. But as I'm getting the podcast ready, I realize, yes, you know, our abilities, our capabilities, and our talents are true wealth. But what is it really about? Well, it's about the sum of all your learning, knowledge, and skills put tirelessly, tire- 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 I can't say that word, okay? Put tirelessly tire- to work, like climbing Mount Everest. So today I thought of that guy. So many years later, this was probably 1990. And I thought about his conference and I said it was so relevant, but I didn't see it back then. You see to to achieve your fullest earning potential every day. I got to gear up with my talents every day. I got to gear up with all my knowledge every day. I got to gear up with all my passion every day. Like I got to gear up I mean, it's a long, long process. And then the other thing he talked about was the planning and how his friends never made it to plant the the flag because lack of planning and i remember another book we read a story of people that went to antarctica it was very similar to this this motivator motivational speaker that went to mount mount everest you need that plan but it's an everyday thing you know yesterday our english meeting we talked about the unwavering schedule. It's an everyday unwavering focus. <laughs> That's what it's about. But to, to really dive in the heart of this subject, really helping us understand, it's gonna be my friend, Melanie Miller, who's gonna share this, this segment with you. And Marie-Pierre, yes, 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 she's got an amazing exercise. So it's gonna help us to take it into action. So before we go there, um, I want you to share and ask ask your audience this question when you're sharing. Have we reached our top earning potential? Okay. And those that I can see on Zoom, by the way, thank you so much for being there. Monique, have you reached your top earning potential? Yes, Monique, or no? I can see your head. Yes or no? Okay, Melissa? No? Monique, have you reached your top earning potential? (laughs) she can't hear me i don't know okay uh melanie do you think you've reached your top earning potential absolutely not absolutely not me absolutely not so please share and ask people have you reached your top earning potential then we have this amazing contest i'm very competitive and i love to give recognition so over to you marie pierre sharing it with our friends
1: yes so we we have two contests at the moment on the group l'emidiana des Diamant inspirational group on facebook so the first one is everyone that will contribute on the group so every time you post every time you comment every time you post a reaction on the group you contribute and our top five at the end of the month will be qualified for the bookmark Le Miliana Diamant the bookmark that you will never lose and you will never lose the page you are in your book with uh, this bookmark. And everyone that will contribute during the month, at the end of the month, will do the draw for the phone case, Les Millionaires des Diamants. And then the second contest that is new for the month of November, it's everyone that is new on the group during the month, everyone that will invite someone new to the group uh, will be in the draw at the end of the month uh, for the Vest Les millionnaires de Diamant. So, yes, our top five that We have Louise Gauthier, we have Lise Boucher, we have Danny Chartra, Joanne Corbeil, and Jacqueline Stockley. Yes,
0: I love it, guys. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much, Marie-Pierre. And I, I I definitely want to express my incredible gratitude to each and every one of you. Uh, who are listening on Podbeam, who are on Facebook, and especially here on Zoom, simply because I need to look at people. Your support is mind-blowing because we, we have nearly completed 1,000 hours. And remind, I need to remind myself, and I want to remind all of you, yes, as we get closer and closer to our big dream, anyways, my big dream, being the number one podcast in the world, I also am very aware that it's going to take 10,000 hours. And after four years, it has not even been a thousand hours. And the reason I want to share this with you, because it fits right into today's podcast. We've been climbing Mount Everest from Monday to Tuesday, Monday to Friday with this podcast, making sure we meet, we get together, we we deliver books, etc. But we're also very, very, very aware that it's not an overnight success. So once again, thank you for being part of this incredible journey. And just remember, when we make it on top, what are people going to say? Oh, you're so lucky. You guys are so good. But you know, what we actually did is we took our God-given talents, our passions, and our abilities, we put it to work in delivering the podcast, all of us together, and we're well aware that it's a 10,000-hour journey. Period. This is what it's about. So Melanie Miller, before you die, I promise you, and I promise myself, we're about the same age, we will be number one in the world. All right, guys? So over to my friend, Melanie Miller. (laughs) Okay, Maria,
2: we worked out the other day, the 10,000 hours, I'll be 91.
0: (laughs) I like that 91 because my uncle Luigi is 96. And he came to the funeral to pay his respects. So this is good, Melanie. Keep the vision.
2: (laughs) Okay. Good morning, everybody. And yes, our most valuable financial asset is you, is us. Only we have the ability to bring money into our life. And just like your car needs to be fine-tuned and kept up to date, so do you. We all know that if we don't take our car to the garage regularly to get serviced, eventually it will fail us. And if you are not looking after yourself, so will you. Physically, it is easy to see when you don't look after yourself, but the, but with respect to being the best you can be at our jobs is not visible each time we miss a training, whether a physical training or a work related training. We are saying one, we are not important. Two, we can do it tomorrow. Three, I will go next week. So you give yourself permission to miss. And the moment you give yourself permission to not attend certain trainings to not better yourself. You're basically saying, I don't matter. And we just told you that the easiest, uh, the the most important person for financial um, um, richness is you. In our MLM, we are talking a lot at the moment about having a fixed schedule. So I'm so happy that Maria mentioned it again this morning. It is not fixed if you give yourself permission each week to miss things. So your schedule has to be fixed for the things that you promise yourself that you're going to do. To be the best money-making machines we can be, we need to invest in ourselves. Investment comes in two forms as time or expense. When we find ourselves in a job, that doesn't suit us or the lifestyle we want. The only way you can change it is to invest in yourself. We have a great example amongst us of someone, one of our directors, Sylvain, who first started work in a job where he had to work evenings, he had to work weekends. And he quickly realized, although he enjoyed his his job with people, He didn't want that lifestyle. He didn't want to be stuck in an evening job, in a weekend job, in a job where the holidays were were very, very little. So what did he do? He invested in himself. He went back to school. He studied to be a teacher. And at the end of, of his studies, he was able to get a job where his weekends were free, his evenings were free-ish and he had long holidays. It suited him much better and all, uh, but he had to invest money to do it and time. And he was grateful to his parents that they were able to give him a rent-free environment to live in at that time and you know, otherwise maybe the sacrifice would have meant he would have had to go on longer and keep working and studying at the same time. But if that's what you have to do, that's what you do. He made sacrifices to invest in his best financial asset himself. In our MLM, we are very fortunate. We have a complete schedule of trainings To help those that want to invest in themselves unfortunately it would seem that not many people do why is that why is it that people don't attend opportunities to make themselves better do they think they know everything already do they think they don't deserve more than they have i'm not sure Investment in your earning ability is one of the smartest things you can do in your life. Personal development is key to your growth and success. It will also improve your self-esteem, your self-respect and pride in yourself as well as making you more money. The great thing about personal development is that you can keep doing it. I'm 64 years old, and I know I have a lot of improvements that I can still make in my personal development. I go to all the courses I can that are offered. Do I always want to go? No. Do I go anyway? Yes, mostly. Even if I have done some of the courses probably 20 times, there is always a benefit to attending a course when you attend with intention. Our greatest investment is us. Our greatest possibility for personal development is attending our seminar for future leaders. Our greatest expense is attending the seminar for future leaders. But the question to ask yourself is, are you worth it? So now I'm going to pass you over to Mary pierre who's going to lead us through some questions about whether we're worth it or what we can do. Over to you, Mary pierre
1: Thank you, Melanie. So yes, I will uh, close that uh, third chapter with all those exercises that will really make a summary of the ch- chapter because if you were with us in the last week so yes you will remember the different exercise that we did so if you didn't start any of those exercises that we did in the last week don't worry you can do it with the, those simple exercises that we will do today so it's seven exercises that will really make a summary of this chapter so exercise number one we call it, make the decision to set the excellence as your goal. So you want to begin by identifying what is excellence for you. What is excellence in your job, in your field? So what are those benchmarks? What are those standards for excellence? So now you can create that detailed plan that will include uh, those uh, smart goals. So something that is specific, something that is going to be measurable, something that is going to be uh, ambitious, uh, that something that is going to be realistic and time-bound. So you want to break these goals into smaller, manageable steps. So you want to set aside each day, like Maria said, to climb that map <laughs> So you want that. Uh, Consistency every day is the only way that you can build that confidence to go for excellence. Exercise number two, they call it focus on your passion. So you want to reflect on the task or the project that makes you feel most motivated and fulfilled in your career. So you want to discuss your passion and interest with yourself first and then with your colleague to make sure that you have the way to align your role with your area of your passion. So you want to seek mentorship or guidance from your colleague, from those mentors that can help you uh, share that passion and can help you pursuing your interest. Exercise number three they call it leverage your strength so you want to make that assessment to identify what are your natural strength so what are those things that is easy for you to do something that is easy for you to learn that means that it's something that is natural for you so what are those natural strength and talent those gifts that you have so when you identify them now you can use them in your work so now you can explore opportunity to uh, delegate or collaborate with someone that is going to be um, um, a complement for your strength and your weaknesses so you know there's someone that's going to have those strengths that for you is a weakness, and you can both shine and uh, allow the other to shine too number four they call it evaluate your key result area so you want to list all those key result area in your job description. So that means all those kind of responsibility or your uh, task that is going to have some result. So it can be related to your sales, to your client uh, relationship, project management, communication, everything that is relevant to your function that bring result. So you want to assess your current performance. So for each of those uh, um, key result area that they call, you want to use that one to 10 scale to grade yourself. So you know now on what you need to work. So what are those uh, uh, key result area that is lower in that you, uh, and when you did your assessment for yourself and you want to plan the action that you need to do to improve those skills in those areas so you want to seek feedback and training that you need to make sure that you uh, uh, improve those skills because we know if we let it like that you cannot grow and have a better result and exercise number five they call it identify your most impactful skill So you want to conduct analysis for yourself to pinpoint the skill that will have the most significant positive impact on your career. Usually, it's gonna be one thing that you know, okay, if I change that thing, that I improve myself on that skill, that's gonna be something that's gonna have the most impact on my life. So seek out a mentor, that can be helpful to accelerate that mastery of that skill and track your progress regularly and celebrate those milestones as you improve these critical skills. Number six, they call it commit to continuous learning. So you want to create that schedule that you put in your, uh, in your time, time to read, time to attend workshop, time to seek mentorship. So you want to create that schedule that is gonna fit for you to make sure that you continue to learn every day. So keep a journal, a conditioning program is a great way to start. <laughs> So you make sure that, yes, you read every day, every day you will write about your day, every day you will reflect on, the, on your day, so you make sure that you learn every day. And number seven, they call it maximize important result. So you want to define, now they call it the key performance indicator. So and these are those strategies or tactics that will help you make sure that you are at the peak of your performance when you work. So you want to again, track your progress, adjust your approach if it's needed. And again, seek feedback from uh, people that work with you. So you make sure that you uh, always work at your peak performance. So again, don't worry remember that self-confidence it's all about repetition and repetition and repetition so if there's something in this exercise that you say oh no i'm not good at that don't worry with repetition and repetition and repetition you have the way to improve and and that you can achieve what you want to achieve in life
0: wow Maripa. thank you melanie thank you so much i just love the way both of you took took this last segment which was literally just two paragraphs and this is the difference again why the podcast was born there's a big difference between I've read the book and I have applied the book we have read the book during our conditioning program but never Melanie Marie-Pierre would we have extracted from it what we are extracting from it right now if it wasn't for the podcast, so once again, uh, thank you, thank you guys for allowing us to articulate, you know, the, these books with you. Because at the end of the day, yes, it's helping you, but it's also helping us to be the best version of ourselves. So let's reflect on chapter three. What an incredible chapter! Competence, personal mastery okay We've challenged the, 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 the envelope to push the envelope. We've learned about the art of constant expansion. We've learned to tap in peak performance. what and that can only be done with what truly aligns with our true calling because otherwise we're always working against uh, our, um, natural tendency and that's when we get really really tired right we we now know that courage and confidence are the foundation of the four quadrants which for me was a revelation and the way he put it in the book brian tracy um to work designing a plan that is ideal for my life that's a pivotal um, um role in my life and it brought me to think about our legendary Steve Jobs. Now, everybody knows Steve Jobs for the Apple, anything dealing with Apple, we think of Steve Jobs. For me, he was an incredible example because Jobs' commitment to his passion, consistently learning, practicing, and recognizing the patterns that would lead to innovative excellence. You know, this is what I try to bring to myself and to my sales force. I keep telling them, you know, look at the patterns if that live was that good, why haven't we added members to the VIP? If my live sale was that good, why didn't I recruit? And, and our capacity to question ourselves brings us to grow to the next level. Now with that comes the need of a lot of humility. With that comes the need to understand that if the numbers aren't growing, it's not because it's not working, but because the solution or the answer to that is just six inches in front of the camera or whatever field you are in. Steve Jobs understood this. He understood this and, and that all his skills, even, even you know developing them to a, such a level of excellence, if he wasn't learnable and if he wasn't teachable and if he wasn't humble about what he did, he would never have been able to bring the apple to where he has been able to bring it. And that's the most valuable asset. Yes, you, but you with humility. Yes, me, me with the ability to recognize if it hasn't grown, there's something I'm not doing. The problem is never out there, is here. So yes, he excelled and capitalized on his return, he capitalized his return on energy and constantly doing what he loved, which was innovating but at the end of this chapter we remember that we have the same power we are our most valuable asset so just as jobs did commit to excellence it's within each of us to learn to grow to excel and to make all whatever i want in my life manifest itself you know we talk about manifestation we did the book uh the secret and you know where i love all this stuff but you know every morning i get up and i gotta climb Mount everest this is what I got to do every day, every day, that unwavering schedule, if I truly want to tap into my max maximum earning potential. So each day is an opportunity for us to exceed whatever we think possible. But the question is this, are we willing to climb Mount Everest every day? So if my mom was alive and my dad was alive. I was going to say, mom, dad, remember that conference guy that we said wasn't really relevant to what we're doing? Well, so many years later, it is so relevant, I can't even believe it. So thank you again for joining us. And again, if you haven't shared, please share and be very intentional about going that extra mile all the time. All right, guys, we love you. And thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Off to the French.